friends, welcome to Faith FM Drive Time. Welcome to Big Q&A. This is the show where we respond to difficult questions concerning God and faith, contemporary religion and the Bible. This is the show where we look at world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. I'm Pastor Gary. I'm minister to the Brighton Seventh-day Adventist Church right here in the beautiful city of Adelaide. And what a day uh, it really is today. Love uh, the day. Fantastic day here in Adelaide today. I'm also your Drive Time host every Tuesday and Wednesday. It's really wonderful uh, to be able to share with you once again. Uh, look, guys, I'd love you uh, to be able to share with us. Now, look, if you've got a positive thought, if you've got a comment on one of the issues that we're discussing, if you'd simply like to say hello, look, why don't you do that by simply texting us here at the studio, uh, 0488-808-11 is that number, 0488-808-11. And uh, we would uh, love to be able to say hello to you. Uh, now, this week, we're following the theme, Jesus and the Spirit of Discipleship. Now, yesterday, Joseph and Will looked at uh, the subject of what is a disciple. Now, that was a fantastic program. Now, look, guys, if you missed that program, you missed something really good. I was uh, actually privileged to be able to listen to it while I was eating dinner over near my uh, uh, my church. And uh, and it was it was look, if you'd like a copy of that program, you can get that on our uh, on our app and uh, just look for yesterday's program. Uh, you can uh, grab uh, the app. Uh, all you've got to do is to go to your favorite app store and download uh, Faith FM Australia. It's a fantastic uh, app. Now, today we're looking at what does it mean to live as a disciple? Now, of course, that is actually the theme for today's week of prayer. Now, some of you may not be aware that uh, uh, as part of the Seventh-day Adventist Church, what we uh, do, we celebrate every year a week of prayer. We want to have a time of intentional and focused uh, prayer. Now, look, we would really love to be able to pray for you. Now, if you'd like to join me in focused prayer I'd love to have you join me in Focus Prayer. Now, uh, if you want to do that, we actually have a Zoom prayer group that you are welcome to join every single morning this week. Now, this is Adelaide time, 7 till 7.30 a.m., 7 to 7.30 uh, a.m., and uh, you can uh, uh, join with me. Now, if you want that uh, that Zoom, uh, Zoom code, all you've got to do is to email me at aussieprayernetwork at gmail.com, aussieprayernetwork at gmail.com. That'll come straight through to my desk, and after it comes to my desk, I'll respond to you by sending you the Zoom link. We've had some fantastic prayer times this week. We'd love to have you join us. Now today, I've got with me in the studio two two hosts that I, it is so fantastic to be able to welcome into the studio. Now I've got Kyle Allen. Uh, now Kyle is the Vice President of Adventist World Radio, and he provides funding support uh, for our uh, studio here, and uh, so it's wonderful to be able to welcome uh, Kyle into our studio. Welcome to you, Kyle. Well, thank you so much, Gary. It is just a pleasure to be here in the beautiful city of Adelaide, Australia, South Australia. I was just out in the beautiful sunshine. I- I'm envious. Uh, oh, I-, I believe you were up in the Adelaide Hills, actually. There actually, is no better place. I mean, well, you've come from Melbourne today. Well, and, and, and the amazing thing is we just saw three kangaroos with joeys in the pouch. Uh, and I just got the Australian experience, and uh, now I'm here with you in the studio. And Michael, I can't think of a better way to wrap up the day. Uh, it, it's wonderful to have you in the studio. How are you enjoying Oz? Uh, it's been a blessing. Uh, we've been uh, we were just in Tasmania uh, yesterday, yes. and got to meet with some friends down there and uh, see the Faith FM work in Tasmania. Yeah, been in Sydney, been up in Newcastle. Uh, it's it's been a, a great experience being here in Australia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now look, it's also good to have you in the studio with me today, and that's uh, Michael. Now, Michael is my boss's boss's boss, uh, which means that uh, uh, I have to have to do exactly what uh, what Michael tells me to do uh, on all things. Welcome to you, Michael. Uh, thank you, Gary. With that introduction, what can I say? Uh, it, it, it is <laughs> fantastic. No, it's, it's great, to, great to be here with you today. And um, yeah, like 
Yeah, God is good. It's been we've spent the afternoon meeting and sharing with some of the other co-hosts, and it's just yeah, God is doing some amazing things, and we're really excited by Amen. you know what as a team, the Drive Time team. Yeah, and yeah, it's. It's a privilege to be here. Thank you for your welcome, Gary. Yeah, no, I, it's wonderful to have you. In fact, I think this is the first time that you've uh, certainly been in our Adelaide studio because you were due to come down just before COVID uh, broke yes, and then rude. COVID stopped you coming over here and uh, yeah. we had to muddle through just a little bit and uh, finally you're catching up on all of those uh, uh, those appointments that you didn't uh, fulfil then. Yes, it's, it's amazing. You know, God's given us some wonderful technology that's allowed um, yeah, us to do things even despite that we can't physically get together. But isn't it a privilege when we can get together physically in person? And I think in our in our personal experience too, like people are finding that as they can come together in groups, pray together physically once again, what a blessing that is. Yeah, we yeah. Th- we certainly thank God for the technology that helped us to not be disconnected during that time. But um, just real privilege to be together in person. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kyle, look, if I can just come back to back to you now. Look, um, what did you do prior? Uh, to uh, to Adventist World Radio. Well, I'm I was a pastor uh, serving in uh, the state of California in the United States, and uh, so was there for a number of years serving as a pastor, and then worked for a missionary organization that uh, does uh, supports missionary projects around the world. Business Christian Seventh Day Adventist businessmen and women who are supporting uh, missionary enterprises all over the world was involved with that, and then uh, through I think. God working in in a in a special way in my life brought me to AWR in 2018. So I've been working with AWR since then. Uh, look, this is a really <laughs> exciting ministry. Now, the more I learn about AWR, uh, the more I, I look at and say, hey, you know, God is richly blessing. I'm going to come to that in just a moment, actually, because okay. it is really, uh, really important. But look, just a, a few stats, I suppose, for those who are, you know, inclined that way. Uh, look, how many countries is AWR represented in? How many stations? Uh, you know, how, how wide a, a reach does AWR have? Well, that's a great question, and it's actually actually a little bit hard to answer because some of our stations, in fact, we have, so just to answer the stations question first, we have 1,600, that's a conservative estimate, radio stations around the world, FM, AM, this is of course FM, right? Faith FM, uh, and digital audio broadcast as well as shortwave. Yep. And that's where it gets a little complicated to know how many countries. We typically say over 200 countries. Over 211 countries. I forget the exact number in the world, but our shortwave broadcasts from Guam, from a little, that little island out in the Pacific reaches one third, Pastor Gary, of the world's population. Oh, that's fantastic, isn't it? So, so through a combination of, of shortwave, FM, AM, digital, and of course social media and the internet, we're reaching, uh, most countries of the world and broadcasting in over a hundred languages. Band. So that's exciting. And we're adding Look, new ones every 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 year. I, I know. Even here in Australia, we <laughs> yeah. are putting them on. You know, we seem to be just going time. Every time I'm, I'm hearing uh, a story, I'm hearing a story about a new station actually being added. And, Michael, let me just come to you if I can. Uh, here in Australia, how expansive is the uh, Faith FM network in Australia? Yeah, thanks, Gary. Earlier this year in February, we celebrated the 200th station going on air. We're now over 220. We're around about the 224 or 25 mark. So God is really allowing us to expand an amazing rate. All of these low-powered stations, most of them just covering a town at a time, um, although some of them are covering a lot more. Like here in Adelaide, we've got a presence across the whole city. Yeah. Um, earlier this year, an opportunity came for us to be able to broadcast into the Western Sydney corridor. Mm-hmm. And that's another mil- one million people who are wow, able to amazing. tune in, which is yeah, really exciting. Yeah, yeah. And I have to say, uh, we were last week, last Wednesday, you and I were at a someone's house where we were installing yes. the 224th Faith FM radio tower. Oh, that's, <laughs> that and, and that, that is, ex- you know, I'm, the thing that I love is that we've actually got so many smaller country towns. I mean, I know I've passed it in, in certain areas where, you know, the big FM stations really have got limited coverage because the town is simply too small. But you go into those towns yeah. and that's where you see a Faith FM uh, being well represented and greatly appreciated. But look, one question I do want to bring to, to, to both of you, mm. and, and it's this question, um, what, where have you most seen God moving in your ministries. Now, you know, uh, Kyle, you go from the, the bigger picture of, uh, of Adventist World Radio, Michael, your um, Adventist uh, Radio around uh, Australia. But the thing I'm conscious of is that certainly I have seen God moving here, just in my town here. Mm. And But Kyle, where have you most seen God moving 
in this ministry? Well, you know, uh, one of the things that I tell people is that before coming, to, I mean, I've been a pastor for a, for a few years, and I've seen God moving in, in people's lives yep, and, yep, in, yep. and in their hearts in miraculous ways. But, you know, sometimes as humans, we forget that God can actually do miracles, yeah. that he's actually yeah. able to do what he says he can do, and the Holy Spirit is able to change people's lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I it, To answer your question, I would say for me, um, God has been challenging it every step of the way, saying, Kyle, have faith in what I can do. Yeah. And one of the stories that just blew me out of the water this last year, Gary, was from the Philippines, where mm. we saw God literally change the hearts of communist, atheist, rebel soldiers who totally were against the government, who had been killing for a living, who had nothing to do with God, but through the power of Christian radio, their lives have now been changed. This is one of the most powerful stories that I've heard in recent times. Now, look, can you just dig into that just a little bit more? Sure, sure. So, uh, just in a nutshell, uh, in 2017, AWR started broadcasting on the island of Mindoro. It's south of Manila, if any of you are familiar, familiar with, the, with the Philippines. And on this island, these rebels are in the mountains, and they've been hiding and causing havoc for the government and the local people for many years, almost 40 years of mm-hmm. war going on. 30,000 people have died during this time. And nothing could be done to to reach these people. In other words, they wouldn't become Christians. They wouldn't give up their rebel ways. The government tried to bribe them. Nothing worked. Money, land, nothing would work. Mm. 2017, AWR starts broadcasting. Wow. On the island of Mindoro, in little stations across the island. What we didn't realize, long story short, was that as we were broadcasting on the outskirts, the signal was also reaching up into the mountains. And these rebels were starting to listen. They listened to the health programs, to the Bible programs, mm. similar to like, to like what you're doing here. Yep, you're yep, talking yep. about Bible topics. And and they, they got interested. And one of our pastors came home one day, and he runs into a group of these rebel soldiers, and he's afraid because they're, they're known for kidnapping and actually sometimes killing pastors even, holding yeah, them for ransom. Yeah. But he's courageous. He goes up to him, and he says, well, how can I help you? And they say, Pastor... And he's, you can imagine his heart starting to beat, right? <laughs> Are you the pastor of the radio? And he says, he's courageous. He says, yes, I am. <laughs> We've been listening to you. And many others in the mountains have been listening also. Wow. We want to know more about Jesus. Wow. Will you help us? Wow. Long story short, they sent uh, Bible workers up into the mountains. It's an eight-hour trek, eight to 12 hours hiking. There's no roads to get up into these mountains. They did some medical clinics up there, helped them. And during COVID, of course, things were slowed down. But just to give you the snapshot, village after village of these rebel soldiers, and including their generals, their leaders, started to become Christians, they gave their hearts to Christ. They wanted to join the Seventh-day Adventist Church. They approached the church and said, we have been fighting too long this war. Will you help us negotiate a surrender? Wow. And less than a year ago, hundreds of them came down on a designated day. They spent a week uh, in reconciliation meetings with government and military officials. At the end of that week, they signed a peace treaty, ending a 40-year war. Isn't that marvelous? And in November, 700 of them were baptized in an, in a and I was in the pool, guys. I was in the pool. We were baptizing for two hours, and they kept coming. Yeah, and 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 at the end, I mean, you're a pastor. You've done baptisms, long ones. This one, like, it kept going, and then we thought we were done. They're like, no, 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 don't leave the pool. More people are coming to be baptized, and you know, some of these were former assassins, former former uh, former atheists coming to Christ. Yeah, their lives have been touched by the power of the gospel, yeah. and as we like to say, they put down their guns and traded them for Bibles. And, and, you know, this week we're actually talking about discipleship. What better example could you have of discipleship than when you actually have a people sharing the word of God and others coming to be accepted uh, by by Jesus Christ? Amen. You Amen. know, this is the working of the Holy Spirit. You know, to me, it I'm is. excited when I actually see the Holy Spirit functioning in a way like, and these are the stories we don't actually hear yeah. a great deal of. It is, and 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 I just want to say this too. It wasn't just the rebels that were converted. The Philippine army generals, some of them, who saw what was happening to these mm-hmm. rebel groups, they were so moved because they thought nothing could ever reach them. Like yeah. they had tried to bribe them, they had tried to get this war finished other in other ways, but nothing was ever working. But when they saw the power of the gospel, it, it melted their hearts too, and yeah. now they too gave their hearts to yeah. Christ and were baptized. So. It, the power of Jesus to change someone's heart 
uh, is, is that's what I, I wanted, you know, you asked, um, where have we seen God working? Yeah. Uh, that's that's an unmistakable way I've seen God working in the last year. Uh, look, I, I really want to say thank you for that, uh, Kyle, because th- that's something that, as I look at it, you know, it brings tears to my eyes. The hairs are standing up on the back of my neck, at the, <laughs> you know, just Amen. hearing that particular story. Amen. And uh, I know many of our listeners uh, will have exactly the same response. Amen. Uh, but look, Michael, can I just come come to you because you're the the chief of Faith FM here in uh, here in Oz, and I'm just well aware that I mean, Faith FM just five years ago was. Ba- Basically unknown, and now there's a 220 odd stations around around Australia, uh, networked uh, people broadcasting from all manner of uh, uh, of locations. Look, how have you most seen God working? Thank you, Gary. There's a lot of ways I've seen God working. To me, to me, the most beautiful thing is just seeing the Holy Spirit at work, whether it be in the in the big exciting ways or in the gentle ways. And Kyle was talking about the changed life and. Every time that I meet someone, every time that I hear someone's story of how the gospel right here in Australia has changed life, that's, that is just melts my heart. And I just thank God for the privilege of um, having a part in, in that work. And God, God wants every one of us to have a part in that work. You know, radio is one aspect of this work. It's radio can reach through the airwaves. It can reach people behind closed doors, can touch them with the love of Christ. Um, but ultimately God wants us to connect with other, other people people and to, and to connect with other Christian brothers and sisters. And, and as, as we get those opportunities, um, those of us who already know Christ, we have that privilege to be able to share what he's given us and to be able to, yeah, to, to help, um, to help people to grow from just a, a listening, you know, a listening knowledge to be able to connect and to grow in, in a community of faith. Um, some of the things that I really appreciate, even just, you know, in our team, we we find many obstacles, but, when, when we, um, time and time again, as we, as we face the obstacles, we come together, we pray together, and God opens solutions. That's a beautiful thing too. You know, the last two years has been a challenge around the world. We've had, um, you know, it's, the, the world seems like it's never been the same in the last two years. And, I mean, in, in Faith FM, we've experienced many challenges. I know many of our listeners, you've, you've experienced challenges in your own life, I know. But, God uses these challenges in a powerful way as well. In the last two years, we have seen incredible growth in spiritual interest across Australia. Mm, when I look at the the number of connections that we've seen right here on Faith FM, the number of connections with people is two to three times higher than it was two years ago. Mm, and and you know the, the people people are hungry for the word of god as we're sharing free resources to help connect people to god we're seeing seven times as many resources going out as what there was 2 years ago now i know we can't say it's all covid that did this no <laughs> but people's um as people in australia we've we've had things really comfortable and easy in australia but when we see the challenges around us um it makes people stop and think what where is life heading and it makes them ask some of the big questions of life big q and a gary what you're addressing yeah. on the show here yeah. every day and uh, as they ask those questions we just want to share them that god has answers to this don't we we do. And, yeah. and, and you know, Michael, one of the things I know that I really appreciate about your own ministry is the number of times we've had a, a tech issue here, and we've got the skilled tech people to be able to deal with those tech issues. But uh, on each occasion, you have, uh, have said to me each time, Let's pray first. Mm. And, you know, to me, to me, that is just so key to everything that Faith FM does actually do. Mm. Faith FM is such a faith driven um, ministry. And I I love that response that you've certainly been able to, uh, to give to me because it's actually ministered to, to my heart Mm. and my soul when you actually say that. Praise God. Uh, And, you know, uh, anything else you'd like to share there, Michael? Yeah, Gary, um, prayer is what connects us to God. <laughs> it is. It's talking to God as a friend. And I'd like to invite you, if you're listening today, if you've never, if you've never tried talking to God, you can treat him as a friend. Amen. He wants to, he wants you to talk to him. And it doesn't need to be in any stilted, you know, language or anything fancy. You can just share with him what's on your heart. Yeah. And he wants us to, he wants us to ask big things of him too. Like if you're going through something in your life, which is a big thing, a really big issue, you might be struggling right now with a big issue. You can Ask God and say, God, I might I, I might not even know you, but I want to know you, and I want you to help me. And and God hears prayers like that, and He yeah. really answers them. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I r- 
really, really do appreciate what it is you're actually sharing. Look, I'm really conscious we do need to actually come to some uh, uh, some music. And uh, uh, so, look, let's come to Daryl Sawyer. This is uh, a song, a Christian. Uh, this describes this week we're talking about discipleship. What is a disciple really like? And you know, the things which I we've shared so far to me just say, hey, this is what a disciple is. A disciple is certainly a praying person. And uh, we're going to dig more into this in just uh, just a little while, guys. Please enjoy. Uh, Daryl Sawyer, uh, this is uh, his song, uh, A Christian. Could I be called a Christian if everybody knew my secret thoughts and feelings and everything I do? Could they see the likeness of Christ in me each day? Could they hear his gentle voice in every word I say? Did I be called a Christian if everyone would know the places that I go to would Jesus tell them so? Could they hear his echo in every song I sing? In my life is Jesus being seen in everything. I want to be a Christian, to live for Christ each day. Trouble comes my way Two roads are before me But only one will do Jesus walked the narrow road I will walk it too Could I be called a Christian If judged by what I read In every thought and deed Could I be counted Christ-like As I now work and play Selfless and forgiving to others every The song is a Christian. Really sums up so much uh, that we're talking about uh, this week. Now, folks, look, we do have a free giveaway uh, book for you uh, this uh, this week. Now, our giveaway book is a real beauty. Uh, this book is entitled "The Invitation." Uh, now, these are true stories that will change your life. Now, uh, this was uh, this is written by a gentleman. Uh, this uh, this book contains uh, stories of people who have been destroyed by life circumstances, but rebuilt by the love of God. As you read the chapters of this book, uh, you might see a reflection of yourself even in the mirror. You may think that life makes no sense, uh, that there's no forgiveness, there's no hope for you. Yet each of these stories will lead you to believe in a power that is above and beyond your own self. You know, guys, this is the sort of book that if you wanted to have a family devotional time, if you wanted to just uh, sit down with your, your children maybe for 15, 20 minutes in the evening and you wanted to, to share uh, some stories of God's love, this is the sort of book that I would lead. Love. 
this is the sort of book uh, that I would utilize. This is well worth uh, your picking up. Now, guys, if you'd like a copy of uh, The Invitation, uh, then all you need to do is to text us here at our uh, studio. Our studio number is 0488 80811 and uh, the code this week is SA71 and uh, also if you'd like to uh, make a comment to us that uh, is the same number to use SA71 uh, no gap between the SA and the 71 because our friend the robot our friend uh, Pilgrim he can't pick up those uh, those gaps so please just SA71 to 0488 80811 and uh, he'll Make sure that that book comes to you by the fastest uh, manner, manner possible. It's a tremendous book. I'd encourage it for, for you to, uh, uh, to pick that one uh, up. Uh, now you are listening to Faith FM Drive Time, a big Q&A with uh, Pastor Gary. And today our co-host is Kyle Allen. And uh, Kyle is the Vice President of Adventist World Radio. And we also have with us uh, Michael Engelbrett, who is my big boss here in Australia, uh, who I, who I I obey in uh, in all things, although I hope he doesn't hold that uh, uh, that against me. Uh, now, look, guys, this week we are actually dealing with the subject of Jesus, the Spirit, and discipleship. As you know, this is our week of prayer. This is a a little bit different to the to the usual uh, drive time uh, program. And today we're looking at what does it mean to live as a disciple. Mm. Now, of course. As this is our week of prayer, we would love to be able to engage you with prayer. Now, look, if you would like to join me in prayer any morning this week, you can do that. You can actually do it via Zoom. Now, of course, I can send you that Zoom link. All you need to do is to send me an email to Network at gmail.com. Network at gmail. Dot com. Just send it to me. That will come directly to my desk. And I'll respond to you by giving you the Zoom link and you can join in uh, with, our, with our prayer time. Uh, that prayer time occurs from 7 to 7.30 a.m. Adelaide time. Just be aware that the other morning we had somebody from Queensland join in with us, but unfortunately he forgot to allow for the time, so uh, he didn't quite get there. Uh, he only got there just as the, uh, uh, the half hour was, uh, was concluding. But guys, I'd love you. Uh, to be able to join in with me in prayer because we believe that prayer is powerful and prayer changes lives and prayer works. Amen. Uh, guys, that, uh, uh, that, uh, that email again is Aussie Prayer Network at gmail.com. It comes directly to my, uh, my desk and uh, I'll give you the, uh, the Zoom link and you can join me in uh, a prayer time uh, tomorrow morning. I'd love to have you uh, join with me. She was a indigenous uh, church member of a church that I pastored many years ago. She was uh, Aboriginal. She was now in her uh, late middle age. She'd been brought up in a humpy. She was able to sit and tell me of stories of sitting under a corrugated iron shelter uh, in the middle of the uh, Australian outback. She was a wonderfully dedicated Christian person. But wow, had she had a difficult life. She was an individual who, uh, who could tell you stories that would make you, make you totally confounded that humanity could be so inhumane to uh, humanity. She, uh, she'd certainly uh, told me of, uh, uh, of the stories of family members who got involved with with drink, uh, and the impact that that had had on her family. She was uh, a lady who came home one day and she found one of her children uh, had passed away through suicide. If ever there was a a lady who knew knew what the troubles of life were about, it was this indigenous lady. And yet week by week, as I ministered in the in the outback town, uh, she she would come along, and we would we had a practice in that particular church. We'd say something like this: uh, we'd say, we'd say anybody who would like to share of the good things that God has done for them. Now we knew we had to ask that question every week, but we also knew what the response was going to be. This good indigenous sister, she would stand up. And she'd start to share. And she'd say, Pastor Gary, 
I want to testify of the goodness of my God. She would say, this this week as I was sitting out watching the sunrise on my front porch, I could, I spoke, Jesus spoke to me and this is what he said. Now this wasn't Jesus spoke to me in the sort of way that, you know, many of us say Jesus spoke to me, but the way she said it, I was totally convinced that Jesus had in fact spoken to her. Mm. Uh, if ever there was a person who had a powerful, a Christian, uh, relationship with the God of heaven, it was this indigenous lady wow. loved what that uh, uh, what that lady used to used to share. This week we actually have a series of uh, a series of studies that a number of us are, are following through because we believe discipleship is incredibly uh, incredibly important in the life of any individual. Now, um, one of the stories there's a story in in that document as well. It shares like this: Some time ago, I attended a funeral of an elder in Kenya. His wife and teenage children testified about the life, about his life in a manner that touched every single mourner. At our wedding, his wife said, he vowed to love me and he genuinely loved me until his dying day. The children affirmed this is true. And as a Christian and a church elder, he truly exemplified the love of God to his spouse and children. This is a living disciple. I'm just wondering, uh, Kyle, uh, Michael, is there anybody in in your ministries that really stands out to you as being a a disciple of Jesus? Who is an example of what a disciple really is? Mm -hmm. Uh, Kyle, anybody in your ministry? I've had a lot of them through the years, Gary. Uh, Pastors that I knew that just really had a close walk with God. Um, I remember... um, yeah, going back to when I was in, in high school and, and, uh, one of my Bible teachers that I just really knew had a close connection with God. Yeah. And the impact it had on my life to, to see that. Um, people I've looked up to through the years, mentors, it's, it's had a big impact. It really does. When you see someone walking close with Jesus yeah. and how they, how they live their life, uh, how they, how they, show you love through all the things you've gone through, uh, it really has made an impact on me. Yeah. Isn't yeah. it amazing how your mentors, because mm. I, I can think of certainly from my youth, there are a number of uh, uh, of church pastors actually that took that time to actually mentor yeah. me mm-hmm. and uh, certainly impacted and touched my heart and my, to this day, I look, at, I look up to those people and I say, hey, praise God for sending those people into my life. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Michael? You know, anybody in particular that really stands out at you? Yeah, Gary, as you're asking that question, like a lot of different ideas and different names were popping into my mind, but just the one that really stood out is a fellow I know by the name of Bill. He's a um, farmer. He's not overly polished sort of a fellow, but yet he loves the Lord to bits. And he shares how that, you know, he wakes up in the night and if he can't sleep, how that, you know, he'll enjoy just talking to the Lord. He'll open his Bible maybe and, you know, Mm. read a little bit from the Word. Sometimes he says, I'm just out with the cows and I'm just um, talking to the Lord about something. You know, he's an unpolished fellow, but he's um, a real disciple of Christ and he lives it in his life and he he reaches out to others. He reaches out to homeless people. We have, uh, he goes down to Melbourne and helps with, you know, reaching out to homeless people very often. And look, um, I mean, I'm not wanting to, you know, I'm just, just as I'm sharing this about Bill, it's, you know, put, each one of us can have this, but it's, I guess what I'm saying is it doesn't need to be a highly, we don't need to be highly polished. We don't need to be highly skilled. We don't need to be anything. But if we, if we have that day to day where talking to God becomes a real part of our life, that's, that can really, I don't know, that, that just really stands out to me when I see anyone who has that sort of a, a, a very real, um, relationship with God. Amen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, that's so true, actually, because I know uh, just this morning. I mean, we had the the very real privilege of this uh, uh, online uh, Zoom uh, prayer meeting. Went for about half an hour. About eight of us on there uh, this morning. And uh, it, it was really wonderful just to be able to share together, share needs, and particularly to be able to pray for each other. Because uh, you know, we mm-hmm. didn't know everybody there, but uh, we certainly—it was so lovely to actually have people pray for me and have others, you know, me be able to pray for the needs that others had uh, had, had presented. Uh, I know last night we actually uh, had a uh, we had a 
physical prayer meeting at my church over in Brighton, mm. and uh, I'm actually over there again again this evening. And that was a very beautiful experience. We actually had uh, had somebody uh, say to us, "Look, you know, I'm in real need of prayer. Can can you just come and lay hands uh, on uh, on us? And can I please have special prayer?" Mm. And it was a real privilege to be able to gather around uh, that gentleman and just simply have have prayer for him for the needs that he had expressed. You know, I'm just so conscious that the Christian community uh, requires people uh, to be able to support uh, others in prayer. You know, there, there's a strength uh, that comes from uh, comes from prayer that you don't get uh, any anywhere else. And uh, uh, folks, look again if if you'd like to join me tomorrow morning in uh, prayer, myself, I'm there. You'll also meet uh, uh, Nick. Uh, he also hosts our drive time program. He's also uh, there there with me and uh, we would love uh, to have you come and join uh, with us so that we can pray for you you can pray for us and uh, uh, if you want to want to join us just send me an email to uh, Aussie prayer network at gmail.com that will come to uh, to my desk uh, and I'll respond to you uh, simply with a zoom link and uh, 7 till 7:30 Adelaide time is when we'd love to be able to to catch up uh, with you uh, but look uh, let's come to uh, uh, look look let's come to some more music before we uh, uh, we move move on because I, I think these have been a marvelous examples of what discipleship is is all about but I've got another another question I you know one of the things I'm so conscious of is radical discipleship we live in a world today that tends to discourage discipleship. And I want to come to that subject just uh, after this uh, this music. Please, please enjoy. This is uh, Sandra Ederman. Uh, Sandra singing uh, Faithful, Faithful Men. And goodness me, isn't that what we need in the world in which we're living today? Please enjoy Sandra Ederman and uh, she's singing uh, Faithful, Faithful Men.
that is Sandra Eaterman and that is uh, Faithful Men. Beautiful, beautiful song. Really appreciate uh, Sandra singing. I uh, had the privilege of uh, uh, listening to her in concert uh, just a, a, a little while ago and, uh, uh, yeah, that was uh, uh, – soul-touching, uh, soul-touching stuff. Uh, now, look, folks, uh, uh, you are listening to uh, Faith FM Drive Time, big Q&A with uh, Pastor Gary, and today our co-host is Kyle Allen. Now, we do have a giveaway uh, book uh, uh, for you for you today. We'd love you uh, to be able to uh, request uh, this book. This is a real beauty. If you want to be able to share uh, a book with, you know, maybe your young people in a devotional type, a type setting, if you want to have family worship, and can I encourage you uh, it's worth. It's really worth sitting down and just spending time. Uh, maybe reading a passage of scripture. Maybe reading a small a small book. Having prayer together as a family. Because you know we're talking about discipleship, and nothing grows disciples faster than uh, than that particular practice. If you'd like your own copy of the invitation, true stories that will change your life, then all you need to do is to text us here at the studio o four triple eight eight o eight eleven o four triple eight eight oh eight eleven and in your text all you've got to do is to give us the code SA seven one and no gap between the SA and the seventy one SA seventy one that'll go to uh, my mate uh, his uh, uh, his name is uh, is Pilgrim uh, they changed it from Faithful I'm not sure why the IT guys did that uh, but uh, we went to, uh, to to Pilgrim Pilgrim's a robot and he'll ask a few questions and uh, uh, in order to be able to send this book to you in the fastest uh, way possible uh, that number again is over Four triple eight eight oh eight eleven, and the code is SA seventy seventy one. Now this week we are following that theme, uh, Jesus, uh, the Spirit, and discipleship. And today we're looking at what does it mean to live as a uh, as a disciple. Now, uh, look, I'm just wondering here. I, I'm just really conscious, Kyle. Particularly, I mean, you've got a wealth of experience. I, I'm just so conscious that there is a real link between discipleship and the Work of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now, now, look. Have you got any stories from 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 your experience where you know lives have been transformed as a result of uh, the moving of the Holy Spirit? Absolutely, yes. And I was thinking of a story when we were talking about the power of prayer and how it changes people's lives. A story from a country where I can't tell you the name of the country. But I'll just say it's in a closed country, a country where it's illegal to be a Christian, Pastor Gary. Wow. And in this particular country, um, Adventist World Radio is broadcasting into this place through shortwave radio. And of course, we can't send missionaries there. Um, it, it's dangerous to send missionaries there. But there was a husband and a wife who were Muslim. Okay, mm-hmm. they had been Muslim their lives, their whole lives, but they were praying because they felt an uneasiness in their heart. They wanted something more. Yeah, and they were searching their radio dial one day, and they came across a program in Farsi because they spoke Farsi, and this program was talking about a man named Jesus. Mm-hmm. They started to listen. They were they were captivated by what they were hearing, and as they listened, they kept tuning in day after day to this program quietly because it's illegal to listen to a Christian broadcast in this country. They find, just like you're sharing that email address, the Aussie pastor email address, the the speaker gives an email address on the program. Mm-hmm. They write to him. The speaker corresponds with this man over the course of several months. And as he's corresponding, he does Bible studies with this man. He and his wife study the Bible over email They continue listening to the radio broadcast and they decide that they want to give their hearts to Christ Mm -hmm. in this closed country. But you can't get baptized there. It's illegal to get baptized there. So they arranged with the speaker to go to another country to get baptized secretly. Came back. Now, here's here's the thing, guys. This man had a son. He was praying for his son. He couldn't share with his son about his faith because of the, the climate. Of the, if you share or if someone finds out, they can turn you in and, and you can possibly get killed. So he was praying that God would speak to his son. Mm-hmm. Little did he know that some months later, his son was sleep, asleep one night, had a dream. In the dream, he sees a man at the end of a dark tunnel dressed in white. The man is looking at him and says, come out of the darkness into the light. Come out of the darkness into the light. Wow. He wakes up from the dream. He shakes it off, thinks maybe it's just, you know, a dream. Goes back to sleep. Same dream happens a second time. 
this time he wakes up and he nudges his wife and he's like, he tells his wife what the dream is and he says, honey, or whatever you say in Farsi, he's like, this is what I had in my dream. What should I do? And she says, I think you need to tell your father. He always knows what's to do. Mm. So he goes, the two of them go to the, their father's house. And when he's telling his father this story, his father starts to have tears in his eyes. And slowly he goes over to the cabinet and he pulls out a Bible. And he mm. says, son, for a long time, your mother and I have been praying for you. Mm. And we believe God has answered our prayers and he has sent Jesus in this dream to tell you that he loves you. Mm. And right there they had a Bible study. Long story short, this mm. this father and mother and the son and his wife, they also went out and got baptized. And yeah. these four became the core of discipling by God's grace, praying for God to move in this city in a closed country. And today there are over 90 Seventh-day Adventist Christian believers in this capital city of a closed country worshiping where it's illegal to worship. They have to worship in groups because they'd be threatened to, uh, uh, with their lives would be threatened if they were worshiping publicly. But God is working even in this place in a miraculous way. It just reminds me, Pastor Gary, that God answers prayer. Yeah. And that he can transform hearts, even in seemingly impossible situations. And that's what we are seeing around the world. And we need to pray that God's Holy Spirit will be poured out in all these places where it's so hard to be a Christian. Here in Australia, it's easy to be a Christian. But in some of these countries, it's very difficult. Yeah. And, um, but his Holy Spirit is moving. And it reminds me of this verse from Ephesians 3.20, Pastor Gary, that says, now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us. That's the Holy Spirit. Yeah. To him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever yeah. and ever. Yeah, that's, that's powerful. I mean, the Apostle Paul uh, really understood what it was to be persecuted. Mm. He really understood what it was to, to struggle uh, through right through his life. Uh, and yet... Just continually, he's able to praise God uh, for the wonderful things that uh, the Lord has done done for him. I'm just wondering, Michael, is there anything that you know? I suppose you know, in the same vein, you know, where uh, you've seen that the Holy Spirit actually transform. Because I'm just so conscious of this link. You know, we're talking discipleship this week. There's this link between uh, discipleship, the work of the Holy Spirit, and then the third thing is prayer. It seems that if my people who are called by my yes. name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven. And what you get here is a prayer leads to the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. In fact, we find it in the book of Acts, the same thing. And of course, once the Holy Spirit fills the heart, our people are transformed. So they're no longer called people, but they're called Disciples. Amen. I, Amen. I, I love that that linkage. But is there any any stories that you've had in your life, uh, Michael? Yeah, Gary. As, as you're asking that question, I was just reflecting how to be a follower of Jesus is a simple thing, but a radical thing. I grew yeah. up knowing Jesus, and in most of my areas of my life, I was following him. But there was one area of my life that I didn't want to let God have a part of. I, I had my own ideas of my career and my dreams of what I wanted to do. And even though I was living the life outwardly as a Christian, and not just outwardly, inwardly, but there was a part of my life that I was holding back from God. Mm. And it took a while for me to to really realize the um, the pointlessness of following a life where you were just... Um, I guess chasing consumerism really is mm. what it boils down to. Yeah. And, you know, I was enjoying life, I thought, but there was an emptiness, a hollowness to it. And I just praise God that he actually, through the Holy Spirit, he put that same sense of emptiness on both my wife and I at the same time. We were both living the dream, enjoying our careers outwardly and inwardly. We were living a Christian life, but there was this part of life we hadn't bothered to ask God, what are your, what is your purpose? What is your plans for our life? It's a simple thing to be a Christian, but it's a hard thing. And mm. the devil had tempted me all these years to hold back and to not enjoy the fullness of, of joy that I could enjoy by holding back an area of life from God. Mm. When we sense that emptiness, like God put on both our hearts at the same time. I won't tell the whole story. It's a long story. <laughs> but when we, when we realized that, we, we asked God and we said, God, we don't want to hold this back any longer from you. What are your plans for our life? We really want to follow them. Mm. 
And that's a simple thing, but it's a hard thing because it's like, it feels like a scary thing. It's almost like when you're jumping off a bungee jumping, you know, bungee jumping, I've never done it myself, but from those who've done things like bungee jumping and sky jumping, um, skydiving, people just say it's an awesome experience, but the the sense of actually having to let go and go over that edge mm. is a tough thing. And it's very similar in experiencing the fullness of joy in the Christian life. Yeah. It's not a complicated thing. It's a very yeah. simple thing, but asking God. And often we think in the Christian experience, oh, I've got to have to give up this, that, or the other if I, if I follow God fully. And that's what was holding me back. But it's not. It's just a daily thing. It's a simple thing. But it's asking God and saying, look, I genuinely want to do what you want me to do. And I'm willing to follow you wherever you lead now. That can take some crazy places, and and but it's exciting. Like my life has been a roller coaster ever since. Um, for both my wife and I, ever since we made that commitment, God has led in all sorts of crazy places. We've been yeah. overseas. We've been, you know, back here in Australia, like Faith FM. That God's given us so many amazing experiences and opportunities. But it just starts, and this is something that all of us can do right now. Is just when you just living your life, say, God, what next? Yeah. God, yeah. what are you, what do you, That's are you where are you leading? Yeah. 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 That's and the Holy easy. Spirit will lead you and guide you. And yeah, I've man. experienced that again in my life. Um, really, again, again in my life. Really appreciate that, uh, Michael. That, that's a fantastic testimony. Guys, I'm conscious our time's almost gone. Can we just pray together? Amen. Father in heaven, Lord, I just come to you right now. I want to say thank you for being our Lord and our God. Lord, you've called us to be disciples. Uh, your word says that uh, if we humble ourselves and pray, seek your face, turn from our wicked ways, that indeed you will hear from heaven. Lord, thank you for giving us the gift of prayer. Thank you for giving us the gift of the Holy Spirit. Lord, I pray right now for any person who might be struggling right out there now. Mm. I just pray that you might touch them. Uh, Lord, that uh, if they've never given themselves to you, I just pray that indeed they might give themselves fully, completely and totally to you. Uh, Lord, I pray if there's any person who's struggling in another way, Mm. uh, finance, maybe uh, relationships, uh, Lord, maybe with a health matter, I just pray that you'd be with that person, that you might answer, that you might respond, that you might show yourself to be uh, the mighty, the all-powerful God. Well, these things we ask and we pray in Jesus' wonderful name. Amen. Amen. Well, folks, thank you. Uh, thank you so much uh, for joining for joining with us. Uh, thank you for joining with uh, with Pastor Gary. Our time is up uh, today. Uh, now, uh, tomorrow, uh, we're going to be digging deeper again into the questions, how are disciples made? Now, my co-host tomorrow is going to be uh, Pastor David Butcher. I love being able to share with uh, with, with Pastor David. Uh, he's going to come. We're going to be digging how disciples made, how they created. Really look forward uh, to your joining with us. But until then, please remember Christ said, I'm leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart, and the peace I give isn't like the peace that the world gives. So don't be troubled or afraid. May our God richly bless you. This program has been made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio.